In a world with too many D&D podcasts comes a new D&D podcast hosted by three people who've played a f***ing lot of D&D. I am the Almighty Ben. I've been playing D&D since 2013. I'm a level 5 adventurer with levels in producer and modern day bard. What I lack in strength, dexterity, and wisdom, I make up for in charisma. My special attacks include puns and dad jokes. My name is Becky, slayer of stupid, incompetent, and disappointing minions. I am a level 10, adultish, no. I've been playing D&D since 2008. I'm as strong as a 10-year-old. I have the intelligence of, wait, where the fudge and crackers are my keys? And my charisma is awkward. My special attacks are sarcasm and death glares. My name is Sir Jason the Just, or Just Jason. I'm a level 20 half-ogre adventurer with six levels of chef, four levels of sailor, and ten levels of arch geek. I've been playing Dungeons & Dragons since 1998. My special attacks include brute force and ignorance. I speak three languages, English, kitchen Spanish, and two semesters of Latin. Carpe diem, motherfuckers. This is D20 Roll-Off. Welcome to 3D20 Roll-Off, the only show in the known universe where we spend more time building characters than actually playing the game. I'm Ben Needenthal, and with me, as always, are my two wonderful and married co-hosts. Hey, guys. <laughs> it's I'm Becky. Becky. And Jason. Just Jason. <laughs> Just Jason. Just Jason. Yes. Well, uh, hey, guys. Happy Ding Dong New York. New uh, Year. Woo! Happy 2020, 2020, 2020 Critical hit yes. year, man. So, the year uh, of the 220s. Yeah. Roll with advantage. Yes, absolutely. Uh, obviously, in modern D&D, it's less of a thing to roll the, the double 20s. But Actually, yeah. in modern D&D, it's much more of a thing uh, to I roll double I 20s. Advantage, disadvantage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And if they both come up 20s, it doesn't matter which one you had. You already won. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Even so, at disadvantage, you're doing all right. So this is the year where it all turns around is what we're saying. We guarantee it. Jason personally guarantees that everything that is wrong will I turn know, around. I know you've been going through some stuff, listener, and I know that uh, it's been a, a pretty, pretty tumultuous start to 2020 in the world. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, my personal guarantee to you, it gets better. Somehow, in some way, it gets better. Probably not, actually. I got nothing. It's going to wow. be fucked. We are all <laughs> fucked. The world oh is God, literally Jesus, on fire, Ben. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, but you know what? At this point, it's uh, it, it could get worse. It could get worse, theoretically. But yeah. I have to believe in my heart of hearts that at some point, the the night is darkest before the dawn, and things will get better. And if, if you know, I, one of the things I want to lean on is this year is if you – are having a tough time if you're going through some hard shit, you know, whatever that is. I mean, we've all been there. Mm -hmm. um, it's okay, and you'll make it, and you'll be okay, and just keep on trucking. And if you need to talk to somebody, find somebody you can talk to. And well, you know. My, uh, or listen to a fantastic podcast yeah. that talks about D&D &D and character creation to uh, break your reality yes. from all the awfulness. Yeah. My world's on fire. Yeah. How about yours? That's the way that I like it, and I never get bored. Hey, now. You're an all-star. Get your game on. I want a divorce. Go play. <laughs> 2020, <laughs> baby. Um, I, I will say the world might be on fire, but it is a good time to be a geek. It is a good time to be a D&D &D fan. Yeah. Uh, uh, my Our, our longtime hobby is seeing... Uh, 
popularity at levels that it's never really gotten before. Exposure, public media, acceptance. I'm waiting for the satanic panic, and, and it's not coming. I'm not seeing it. I know. Uh, I'm actually kind of an advocate of the Church of I've Satan seen at this point. Talking about how D and D has become like the new like like thing that like professionals do and they're off right. time. It's the new like you know uh, going out and playing poker with with your your friends or your more. You and know. look, I'm not I'm not gonna get. I'm not going to go off on a political tangent here. I swear to God. I'm just saying one of the Democratic nominees for president literally said he would play D&D in the Oval Office. And he has my vote now. I, I Andrew Yang. I, yeah, no, he's I'm got on, my vote. I'm hardcore Yang Gang. You're so, Yang Gang? Oh, yeah, Yang yeah. Gang deep? And, and I'm oh, like 100% like at this point, like I'm also throwing caution to the wind on the politics, too, because... <laughs> I don't know anybody in my life that like I genuinely care about their opinion that's voting for Trump right now. And, and, and any of those people, <laughs> they're defo not listening to this show. Right Probably now. not. Probably so not. you know that's fair. However, I know we definitely don't want to get too political. No, 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 no. I don't get too stuff. political. But Andrew <sighs> Yang, if you haven't checked him out, scope him out. He's the real deal. He's a, no, he's honestly, smart. I think at some point we should probably do a podcast about the Democrat nominees and see like which. Uh, oh my god, I could totally stat them out. I would totally stat out. Oh god, yeah. I mean, I have to give you Yang because that's your that's your yeah. dude. He's my dark horse. Oh man, but uh, I'll stat out Bernie. You gonna take Bernie? Like, look, yeah, yeah. I'll take Warren, man. I love her. Oh, uh, that's a what? good uh, one. Uh, in, my, <laughs> in my regular game, I've got a character who's made Ronald Drumpf as his character. Mm. Oh. He's a bard, and he's a sleazebag, and he's awful, and it's wonderful because I get to just beat the bejesus <laughs> out of him all the time. Oh, jeez. Oh, that'd be ther- very therapeutic. It is a little therapeutic, yeah. to be honest with you. And like he, do- he, he plays it really well. Like he, If he does anything, it is... Basically, would Donald Trump do what I'm about to would do? Would he say or do what I'm about to do <laughs> and, and or if say? It, the answer is yes. Well, he does. I think we've I think we've demonstrated at this point. There's that is rarely a no to that question. Uh huh. Anyway, yeah. anyway, I do. I don't want to get too off on a sidebar. Yeah, I do want to stay, stay away from the negativity. Of yes, it, but, but I know. I want to stay. But I just want the, I want yeah. somebody to play D in the White House. That's all I'm saying. Uh-huh. I really do. And speaking of that, hey Ben. What, like, D&D nerdy stuff have you been into? Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, what's on in I've your world? I've been crafting man. like crazy, guys. I, I almost brought it today, but it's not finished yet. And once it's finished, I'll bring it in and show you guys. But I'm making a dice tower. Oh, nice. <gasps> 18 inches tall. Oh, my gosh. And found an 18-inch, like, cardboard, like, uh, poster tube that Jess had. <laughs> uh-huh. A real thick one. And I literally have hand-cut each individual brick and glued it on individually. There's hundreds of bricks all over this thing, and I've made it look really, really fucking cool. <gasps> oh. And I'm, I'm giving it When the, are you going to bring it in and so I can see it? Uh, it'll be next time we record. I will have it. Mm-hmm. My goal or is you can text it. me like a picture or something. Yeah, next time. I want to see that. Yeah, it's, it's D&D porn. Great. Uh-huh. I've gotten way into the crafting aspect of things, and that's something that I want to incorporate into our show a little bit more. As well. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about um, some ideas for that. Like, man, there's so many videos on YouTube and everything where people mm-hmm. do crafting and like I've followed some of the, the things there and like I, I'm I'm full blown obsessed with it. And it's <laughs> like it's been a while since I've gotten into something that's like hobby that I can get my hands in and build things with mm-hmm. my hands. And as like somebody who creates digital shit all the time, which is great. And I love digital mm-hmm. stuff yeah. and filmmaking yeah. and all that other stuff. But man, something about making something with my hands and, and kind of sitting back and going, that came out fucking cool. I actually yeah, it's that think, visceral, it's that like yeah. sensory thing that you can touch it and you can see it and you can yes. play with it. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a dad thing, Ben. 
to a degree. Um, I, <laughs> for Christmas, my, my big gift for Christmas, my wife got me a, uh, a hot wire cutter, which is basically for cutting foam, styrofoam. Mm-hmm. And yeah. basically it's, it's basically like a table saw for foam. <laughs> it uses a hot wire to just cut through it like butter. And, and, and you can get, get those nice smooth s- edges. Straight or? edges. Okay. And then, of course, you go in and screw them up to make them look all medieval and kind of chiseled yeah. and shit like that. And, man, it, it's... It is a satisfying process to go from here's a whole jar full of like foam bricks that are like one centimeter by two centimeters to here's this 18 inch tower that looks fucking rad. (laughs) All right. All right. I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, Once it's finished, we'll try and get some photos up on the Instagram or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Good. Yes. So we're going to be making a few changes around this joint uh, for... Mm -hmm our show and that's not a bad thing don't fear change like some people that we've played D with jared <laughs> i'm sorry did i, I say mean, that honestly <laughs> we've been changing up this show left and right we have. and, and all that well, stuff like, you know when this we first started a, the show yeah. we're like oh easy it's a rinse repeat type we're just gonna make characters forever and man you know what it was awesome but it also got pretty boring pretty quickly yeah and i can only imagine how boring it was for you guys that was very formulaic there was no like true personality behind it right so, and we want to introduce a lot more of the, sh- like, who we are and also put, like, these characters that you care about, you know? And it's, like, it's... it's And you've only yeah. met them for, you yeah, know, 20 minutes of an 20 episode. Of time, and, yeah. and then they go away unless they end up in an arena and then and even get the then shit kicked out of them. And they hang out in an arena for yeah. about two hours and then they're gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we want to try to expand how we're doing things. And it's, this show is going to kind of become more of an all-encompassing Dungeons & Dragons type. One-stop yes. shop, baby. And that's awesome for, for us. It's awesome for you guys. Um, and... You may have noticed we've had a few dark spots in the past few weeks as far as like where we've been and that kind of thing. And it's just been, man, it's been the holidays. Life. It's been mm. life. It's been, you know, Becky was like hella sick this week. Oh, yeah. I, I had the flu. I legit had the flu. Uh, I thought yeah. I was dying. Was I really gnarly. thought I was going to die. Oh, man. I'm was, glad you're feeling better. That's yeah. <laughs> it was pretty gnarly. So, but, yeah. Uh, However, I, I do want to point out, and this is kind of Dungeons and Dragons related, that um, I have an autoimmune disease. And it's Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And so uh, we have determined. Say it one more time. I'm sorry. It's called Hashimoto's. Sounds really cool. Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Wow. So it's a thyroid thing, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's a okay. thyroid thing. So uh, my immune system is a little derpy. Okay. It's super derpy because when it gets activated, it attacks my thyroid. Mm. So I like have to take thyroid medication, whatever. Just sad story. Not not quite the point. Um, so the point is like, Generally, I'm I'm a fairly sturdy person. Mm-hmm. However, when it comes to diseases, I roll with disadvantage because my immune system yeah. is not the greatest. Gotcha. Um, She's sturdy. She's got hit points. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Disadvantage against yeah. disease. Yeah, I get I get sick fairly easily. Like gotcha. I can get over it because yeah. I take supplements and stuff. However, um, I got the flu. Like, legit got the flu. Jason is in the same household. He's exposed to the same germs I am. He got a minor cold. Yeah, I got a little bit of a cough and a scratchy throat for a couple days. It was fine. Yeah. And then he was he was good. And yeah. I was I was down for the freaking count. But this is this is just to highlight the differences in constitution scores. Yeah. If you guys want to ever never dump stack con, guys. Never dump stack con. I did not dump stat it. <laughs> there was no dump stat. <laughs> I don't think you'd really choose your stats that well in the real world, unfortunately. I, 
You can. You can. The problem with it is point. you have to start with one high wisdom score uh-huh. so that you realize that yeah. if you train incessantly and stay dedicated to a yeah. path, you can change things. Well, That's really hard to do. And I am a dumb stat wisdom motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, along those lines, um, I'm going to say uh, my one of my personal 2020 things is I've started the keto, keto diet. Oh, oh getting on God. that keto life, brother. Yes. All right. And All right. I'm, uh, uh, about a week and a half into it at this point, which is long enough for me to have gone through like the the keto flu, so to speak. Starting it, yeah. And yeah. I'm really liking it a lot. You're so, you're in for a trip, this man. This is the first time I've talked about that in any kind of like semi public form. I've talked about it with my wife and my doctor and some other things, that kind of thing. But it's uh, yeah. That's, I mean, you remember, I, I yeah. gave it a whirl while we were gaming down at Dave. He Dave's. lost I like fucking, 50 pounds. Yeah, I dropped I, about the guy 70 that total. The guy that into it is uh, <laughs> my, my cousin's boyfriend, and he um, he's his name is Ben as well, and he's a real tall guy like I am, and he's not as big as I am, but like I didn't see him for like three months, and then I see him again, I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And, he, and he's like, oh, I've been doing keto, and he started talking about it, and the, the dude lost in like three months, lost like 60 pounds. Well, and it's so it's 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 just scary when you're losing weight fast mm. and it's frustrating when you hit a plateau. Um, just don't fuck yourself with minor indulgences will throw you out of ketosis. So yeah. you got to be really disciplined about it. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing. Like I've I've more or less said, OK, this year, no pizza, none of this, none of my, my sugar, regular dude. Indulg- yeah. yeah. Got to like watch out sugar. Food, yeah. Yeah. Certain fruits you got to yep. be carry, careful of. Yep. Yeah, I've looked at like eat a lot of veggies and a lot of meat. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've I've looked into a lot of the and dairy stuff. And, yeah, dairy, cheese, meat. Yeah, it's been just like tuna fish, all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, fortunately, it's all stuff that I really enjoy eating, and I don't mind. You know, just think a like lot of yeah, just think like you're eating like a barbarian, right? Yeah, <laughs> eating like a barbarian. Meat. And uh, and and cutting out like all the garbage, all the carbs, everything like that, and just like I'm really yeah. being litigious about it, and just making Good. sure that if it's a carb, it's I'm counting the numbers and keeping on it, and mm-hmm. so heck I mean, yeah, I'm committed to it for a year. I've got a number that I want to hit and everything. So I but, think, and I I'm not a dietitian. We have a friend who's a dietitian. Mm-hmm. She would probably know better than me. Uh, Julie, hey Julie, yeah, what's up? Holler. If but, you need a dietitian, Julie Palmer, <laughs> dietitian in your kitchen. Hit her up at Insta. Anyway. Um, she, uh, she would know better than me, but I, my, my pet theory is that the best way to handle diets, especially things that can be considered extreme diets like the keto diet, mm-hmm. et cetera, uh, is you do them in cycles. You do them in waves. You don't, yeah. you, you stick to a diet for, like you said, you pick a time frame, yeah. make a year, whatever yeah. you do a diet for a year. Then you change to a different diet right. so that your body's still getting exactly. all the different yeah range of shit you yeah. need over the course of time and it's like i've been warned against what happens in the back end of the keto diet by enough mm-hmm. different sources you'll, that you'll like gain i gain the weight right the fuck back I change off of this which is down the road that i can't just go like that and and you can't go back it. to it no. it's got to be more sustained it's got to be something yeah this is what you do well, i'll tell you what you will do. find and what i found at least after keto 
is I'm way more mindful of the things that I'm eating. Yeah. I think about it more than I ever did before. And that's been and the big so hack that I've gotten from doing it too. Is yeah. like now I'm looking at all the labels and making sure that. And the, actually just thinking yeah. about it yeah. instead yeah. of going, God, Pringles sounds so good yeah. right now. Just one can of Pringles. Right. Would be fine, right? I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I but hey, well how about that? D and D. Speaking of dice towers and Pringles, there we go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, hey Jason, <laughs> what's going on in your nerdy yeah, life? Yeah, what's, what's oh, going shit. on in your game? Nothing. Fucking nothing, man. No? Oh. Um, okay. No, that's not true. <laughs> so, uh, why? One of the games, they're, fig- they're going through a pretty terrifying dungeon crawl through a living organism, which is... Pus Mountain. Pus Mountain, as it has been colloquially <laughs> deemed. Uh, you and your pus. I got to use a flump. That was a first. A as an M- And as an NPC, they met a flump. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he didn't kill it. They didn't kill it. He was very nice huh. and helpful. Uh, let's see. I didn't make him look as dumb as they look in the book. I gave him a little... Anyway, reskinning, but that's what I do. Yeah. What else? Uh, my other group there in Fairyland right now trying to chase down a Grimalkin or the Grimalkin. They are unclear. Huh. Uh, they last game. Oh, here you go. So I like to make shit up on the fly sometimes and, and fiddle with things, especially in Fairyland. So I did a little Hansel and Gretel twist, right? Okay. They found the adorable cottage in the woods. Not quite like made of candy, yeah. but Good cooking smells, very cute and adorable. And then I decided to lean into it a bit. So we got with painfully bright blonde ringlets, big blue eyes, oversized features so that they're clearly not human, but they're painfully adorable. Big smiles, rosy cheeks, sparkling eyes. Uh, Hansel and Gretel, who are very helpful and want to help them come inside the cottage and feed them the pies. Can you not smell the delicious cooking smells? Um, And they were, in fact, a breed of monster known as kinder trolls. And uh, the hag who had originally been keeping them in a cage uh, feasted on the kinder troll flesh because it was a green and renewable inter- er, food source because <laughs> trolls regenerate forever oh. and kinder trolls. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a little dark and a little adorable and totally fucked up. <laughs> As Jason always does in his games. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah. So that was that was this. I think that was Monday. I've opened my guys up against uh, Mind Flayers. They're going to be sort of... Oh. So it begins. I want to say they're the big bad, but they're not the big bad. The oh, big man. bad is the one that I told you about. With yeah, the, we talked about yeah, that. Uh-huh. But, uh, Incoming. But they, they're going to be up... At, like uh, They've encountered one Mind Flayer nest, and what they don't know is that the Mind Flayers are all over the place <laughs> and that there's many other nests and mm-hmm. um, that cat might be out of the bag at, when this episode goes up but you know eh. that's the way it goes um, it's considered a bonus for the players actually listening to our podcast and, well and, Ooh, I, and yeah. I discovered two interesting things like you know they're all level threes and man putting level threes up against mind flares is just not fucking fair it's <laughs> no <laughs> but i don't feel bad about no. it after the way that they ran the last game well, yeah so and, <laughs> sometimes you have to be a little yeah. mean and uh, and I also figured out um, that I've got basically they're they're stationed on this military base, which is basically most of the the, the ground level troops are monodrones. They've got mm-hmm. like it's a modrons. Yeah, mod- yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, modrons. Well, no, mono is mono, the, oh, the littlest yeah. type of them. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. just so, thinking. Yeah, 
But uh, the monodrones, and I realized this last time, um, was uh, they have a special ability that's innate to them that I didn't realize was as powerful as it is. Um, they were trying, a couple of the roguey types were trying to break into this place that they shouldn't have been trying to break into. Mm -hmm. They're trying to cause problems. And I'm kind of looking through and they're like, okay, well, I'm going to cast invisibility on myself. I'm like, okay, crap. You know, I can't really mm -hmm. get around invisibility too well. <laughs> yeah, you can. Uh, with uh, keen sight, uh, or no, uh, what is true it? Sight. True, true sight. True sight. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say keen senses is uh, a thing, but that's sight. not what you're after. Yeah. True sight. Uh, makes that super fucking easy. <laughs> and I was like, uh, so they're like, okay, and I sneak into the room. And I was like, that guy turns around, stares right at you and says, hey, what you doing with that invisibility, invisibility <laughs> spell on? And they're like, how does he see me? I'm like, true sight. <laughs> da, 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 da. He does. Like, Don't he you worry about sight. it. Like, he yeah. just does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, do what, Here's what you got to do with the Modron. Next time they go roguing mm -hmm. and they go to pick a lock. Yeah. Have them start picking a lock, and then the Modron, whose mouth they've shoved their lock to pick tools in, <laughs> open his eye and sneeze or cough. What are you doing? Get out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, that's an interesting idea, too. Oh, okay. Right. Modron, they're soon to a tabletop near you. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, so, Beck, yeah. how are things in your gaming world? Uh, my gaming world? I've, uh, as previously stated, I've been sick. So I haven't really gotten a chance to really play anything, but um, we gamed when gaming? you were figuring out you were sick. What we, we gamed while you were figuring out you were sick, oh, and potentially right. infected all of our friends. Oh, that's right, we totally did. I felt really <laughs> bad, like halfway through my sickness when I was like, I had my fever was like 104 or something. I was like, "Are you guys okay?" <laughs> It's very nice you're thinking of others. That's lovely. I know. Yeah, I was. I felt really, really bad that I yeah. might have infected them. But um, yeah. So well, right now, um, in our friend Keenan's game, he's running. It's uh, what is it? In Curse of Strahd. Yeah, Curse of Strahd. It's super dark, super just ridiculous. Um, we <laughs> so, so apparently each of our characters is aligned with one of the different like dark deities dark powers yeah dark powers and uh, of course my uh character her she's a barbarian she's the very eloquent and well-mannered barbarian she mm -hmm. um is kind of aligned with a del uh, what is it delban uh the Lord of star, Ice and Hate. It's the Star of Ice and Hatred, I believe. Of Ice and Hatred. Ooh. So, um, they they were in this town, and it was just it was foobard. Yeah, like it was completely and totally foobard. We could have saved it. I don't know about that. <laughs> Sorry, uh, anyways, I'm no, and, and there was this whole situation going on, and like there was this cult that like took over the town and like, killed all the guards, and then they were starting to like throw the nobility into like this burning pit. Mm. Like, and of course, my character was like, "Hey, could you please stop that? It's not nice." <laughs> no thanks. She's you. very well mannered. <laughs> She's very well mannered, and. Uh, the people were like, well, no, we're not going to do that. And she was like, you should do that. And I tried like persuasion, intimidation. They didn't give a crap. So I'm like, well, hey, Delvan, <laughs> a little help. And he he gave way more help than really was needed. And she uh, essentially like nuked the entire square with like ice shards and then like was running through the town. Uh, just 
turning people to ice and wow. she murdered several hundred people. She went yes, Elsa, basically. Like yeah, a little bit hardcore Elsa. Yeah, yeah, hard, yeah, hardcore Elsa and a little more Akira, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. And initially, after it happened, I was like, oh my gosh, she's super upset because this is not usually who she is. However, apparently. Uh, she uh, now has a derangement that she likes killing people. Oh, yeah. If you roll in the DM's guide, there's a derangement table for those burgeoning DMs out there. <laughs> yes. And if you ever want to fuck with your players or they do something that should make them go a little crazy, mm. mm-hmm. you can roll randomly on it. Yeah. No? Which Becky randomly rolled on it and found that she liked killing. Oh, yeah, man. she likes killing. However, my character is also, uh, she might be turning evil, but she's still lawful. Okay. She's not going to wildly just murder people with abandon. It's just if she can and yeah. there's a purpose, she absolutely freaking will. And, and one enjoys every second of it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. And one of those. Uh, so after the town, we I'm then the paladin. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are butt heads uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, no. It was it was it was hilarious because after she went through the town, uh Jason's character got to like absolutely read her the riot <laughs> act, read her rights, and he was so upset and blah blah blah. And it's like I can't really ignore like you know, go against that. However, um after the town uh, we had to like go through this lake, and there was this guy that dumps this like body into the lake. We find out it's a girl, and um, no one has left her alone with the dude who dumped the body in the lake yet. But if they do, oh, he's dead. <laughs> he's absolutely freaking dead. It's just you know, yeah, it's like the it. lawful thing to do. Yeah. You try to murder someone in cold blood. Yeah, we can't allow that. Can't have that happen, man. No way. No. Yeah. yeah. So there, there. I have a feeling this campaign is going to implode with a interparty conflict uh, <laughs> with a paladin and a barbarian yeah. trying to kill each She'll other. She'll dismantle me unless I can get out of her melee range. I know. However, if I, uh, him we've, like, we've literally sat here talking about if I have to kill your character. <laughs> yeah, I love no. you, Becky, but yeah, no. And the only way that his character could kill mine is if he gets out of her range because she doesn't have any like ranged weapons. Yeah. So if he can get out of her range, mm-hmm. he he can yeah. slowly blast her down. However, she gets her hands on him. Yeah. Bad news. Yeah. He yeah. he dead. Yeah, because so. warlock, right? Is that what you're uh, sorcerer paladin. Sorcerer. Paladin. Yeah. Okay. So I can put I can drop a tremendous amount of damage. Yeah. But, but you can't take. I very can't much. take as much as her. <laughs> yeah, like his radiant damage would like that would take me down the quickest. Yeah. But any slashing, bludgeoning. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Halved it, and then I would just go ham. So, but yeah. I'm an Azamar, and I've got the wings that'll give me flight, so I can just fly in circles mm-hmm. around her, going sacred flame, sacred flame, sacred flame. <laughs> God damn it, she has advantage on dex saves. Sacred flame, sacred flame, sacred flame. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, some of the stuff we've got planned for this year, though, yeah. we mm-hmm. should probably at least mention it, touch on it. Yes. Um, I want to run some games for you guys. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. Not uh, huge, ever-arcing campaigns, but I'd like to do two or to three session story arcs that are basically just kind of uh, inflated arenas where we're using some of the characters you guys have generated. Of course, you're also always willing to make new ones, mm-hmm. but... You two will be the constant in it, and then I'd like to rotate in and out some of our geek friends and have guest players for cool. two episodes where they play mm-hmm. uh, 
either one of the characters we've made them, a character they make themselves, a character that them and I sit down uh, behind the scenes to screw with you guys with, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've got a setting that um, makes it accessible to do short story arcs like this. Okay. Uh, it's uh, my Cormant setting, which is a giant city where uh, heroism and adventuring has been privatized and monetized. Nice. Um, hero work is publicly available or available to the public through guilds. Gotcha. So uh, basically mm-hmm. you guys would just be doing like a little guild contract and cool. it would give us a chance to have a little bit of storytelling and actual more live play in our, yeah. mm-hmm. in our feed. And that sort of guild would attract people there, like us. There are different, yeah, yeah. there's a handful of different guilds with, that specialize in different jobs. We yeah. can do uh, we could actually do a session zero for, uh, an episode one time okay. where you guys pick what characters you want to make and what co- contract you want to accept because okay. I have literally I have a folder full of contract jobs that yeah. just are out there mm-hmm. at the different guilds Okay, and you can just be like you know this one sounds fun bring bring you know this alchemist reagents back um, and there you go then you guys mm-hmm. pick a couple of your characters that you've made or we uh, make one or whatever Okay, go on an adventure come back make some money maybe I screw with you maybe I don't yeah. All right. Yeah. And Very I like cool. that because uh, I really do want to focus more on um, kind of the the personality of the, the characters. Yeah. Getting the accent. What do they what do they think? What do they like? What do they dislike? All yeah. that stuff. So that way it, it's easier for people to really imagine a character and see them come to life. And you never know what a character's like until you've played them a little. Yeah, yeah, you you really don't, yeah. and it's one of those that once you hear someone get excited <laughs> about a character, yeah, it's the reason why like the the live action plays are so right. nice because you you see this character played over and over, go over and you get and to fall you, in love with them a little, yeah, yeah, and anything that happens to them, it's like oh my god, don't die, oh yeah. no, like you get a little more invested in them. Yeah. Okay, well let's let's establish a rule there. If the character dies, do they ever come back? I'm going to put know. that in the hands of the DM's providence, and I'm going to say it depends on how they died. If it died to an undead, oh, I promise that character's coming back. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, but like, I mean, just, I guess, for our own show. Uh, no, no. So for I, I actually would be super fine if you used repeat characters from your... Yeah. From who we've pulled. Like, you guys could play the same character in four or five arcs, and I would do my best to try to make the story at least referential mm-hmm. to an actual arc for those two. Not a huge camp, so whatever. So if you want to like continue, like let's say we choose a character and mm-hmm. they go through a few different arcs yeah. and survive. Mm-hmm. That's cool. If they die, though, are they... If they die, then the next one that comes back is the brother to avenge their sibling. <laughs> My twin brother. My twin brother with the exact same stats. And yeah. his name, <laughs> Mordok, is different from mine, Bordok. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would, um, I would be yeah, highly amused I'd by that and be it. okay. I'd be as fine long with as you, uh, the personality was slightly different. Uh, uh, and honestly, I'm fine with the character coming back. There's actually a couple of classes that are built around their resurrectability. Oh, yes. Yeah, Grave such clerics, as, uh, those path of zealots okay. or whatever, uh, barbarians. Barians, yeah, yeah, those guys, they're kind of meant to keep Die and come back. back. So, yeah, sure, why not? Okay. Fuck All it. right. It's Corman. 
You can yeah. get rezzed. Yeah. Uh, there's probably an insurance policy, actually. Uh, okay. <laughs> there's probably certain <laughs> guilds that will offer an insurance policy. Guild. Yeah. Ooh. No, like the c- gold company would offer, like, for an extra fee of 5,000 gold pieces, we will offer you resurrection insurance for this adventure. If you die and any body part is able to be recovered, we will make sure you're resurrected. Mm-hmm. That's great. That just gives me a great idea. <laughs> it's fucked up, that right? Gives me a great, <laughs> yeah, I know. I would idea. also like to note uh, that in order to resurrect someone, you have to have a diamond worth 5,000 gold. 10,000. It depends upon the spell. True resurrection, I think, is 10,000. Yes. Or How? at least in 3.5, it was 1,000 per hit die, which made it even more complicated. Oh, no, if you want true resurrection, yes, it is 10,000. However, (laughs) don't say. (laughs) Yeah. No, however, the regular, um, like, resurrection spell, no, it is 5,000. Oh, okay. We had a whole thing about this, and it's the reason why, like, in Jason's game, in the Pilgrim's Path, uh, my cleric has a tower literally made of diamond. Except for one huge rent that's now missing. Hey, you know what? We're not going to talk about that rent. Whatever. (sighs) It's fine. Good times. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> true resurrection plus channel divinity on a cloud giant that she killed. Oh my! Yeah. Wow. And I was like, "Do you, you don't have a diamond big enough?" Yes, you do. You have a diamond big enough for a cloud giant. <laughs> yes, I do. Also, I would like to say uh, my character did not kill the cloud giant. The elder tempest, whatever it was, killed him. Oh yeah. Well, that's because you did the whole uh, invoke the goddess thing. As a cleric. I called for the aid of my deity. Yeah. My deity entered. <laughs> She's a Tempest cleric. They sent an elder elemental. <laughs> yeah. It was a whole thing. Anyway, uh, we're going to do some live play short arcs. That'll be fun. I think it's a great um, idea. We should partition off some, like, just fun spitball-y idea episodes. We, we've talked about this, yeah. like, uh, like, you know, Saturday morning cartoons as D and D characters. Yeah, just spitballing. I'm gonna mm-hmm. throw another one out there: The Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Ooh, Oz. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. <laughs> and we've spitballed politicians. Spitballed yep. politicians. would be hilarious. I think if we did a debate style politician <gasps> thing later this yes. year and have like role play, it. maybe it's like mm-hmm. it's all charisma based roles and shit like it's, that. It's all yeah. uh, what you got. You got warlocks, paladins, sorcerers. What are the other charisma-based casters out there? We're like bards. Bards. Yeah. There you go. Warlocks, paladins, sorcerers. I feel like bards, bards. are going to kind of run the table as much as they can. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what, what they do. Sort of sorcerers. Other but than a bard, bard, you know. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I don't know. Singing or a warlock. Yeah. Yeah. Or a warlock. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <Depends>. Anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, I want to do some of those. I want to do some like workshop style episodes where we just talk about things like DM tips or player tips or yeah. whatever. And really, you guys should tell us what what do you want to hear more about? What do you need help with? I'm yeah. not fucking listening to them. They know nothing. <laughs> Sorry, I take that no, back. Wow. <laughs> oh right. Because uh, here's part of our goal is to also grow the show this year, mm-hmm. and that's that's and that's we're I mean be transparent about it like you know, we've got a core listenership that like every time we put on an episode we appreciate there. you and, and we you, love if you guys you reach out and hit me up i'll talk but to you we'd really like more of you guys <laughs> too um so i mean if that's something that uh you feel like you you like this show enough and and you talk to other people about podcasts 
maybe just say, hey, download an episode, listen to this. Download an episode, listen to this. It's, uh, you know. Uh, we, tell we, us what your favorite episode yeah, is, by Tell the us way. what you like, what you don't like. What do we do that, that ticks you off? We, I don't mind negative criticism. It I do. Us. I will drive to your house. <laughs> he really won't. He'll cry for a while first and then drive <laughs> to your house. And God damn it, Ben. Why you got to at me like that, bro? <laughs> Look, I have feelings, okay? Just have we a lot have of feelings. feelings. We all have feelings, but negative criticism is uh, a, it's a good way to continue to I don't know. Improve ourselves. Yeah, I know. It gives know us the opportunity to improve ourselves. Right. If you don't tell somebody that they're letting you down, failing you, or disappointing you, right. you're literally taking the opportunity for them to do better out of their hands. Yes, exactly. So. And you know what? We can all be better. And that's Not me. I'm fucking perfect. You are pretty great. <laughs> you're going to drink after she just... I, the, we, we've we swapped worse germs than that, buddy. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, that's... What, whatever, boo. <laughs> I fear nothing. Uh, we also want to get you guys more too. on the show. So any of our longtime listeners, uh, I we know who you guys are. We really want to get you on Both here. Both of you. Brian, yeah. Adam, yeah. Doug. Yeah, we're going to get you guys on. Oh, no. Uh, I can only remember her Twitter handle. Uh, also, Suzanne. I, uh, That's, I was like, I know her Twitter handle. I don't remember her real name. Between the three of us, we've got other people who are involved. I'm doing crafting. Uh, Jason's getting into some 3D printing stuff. I, I've, I've got uh, uh, one of my players is into 3D printing. Um, we're going to start. Geeky I want to start here. making uh, minis from Hero Forge of, of the characters that we create. And uh, I don't know. We'll figure out some sort of system. But I think it'd be great if we could give those away as like prizes for loyal listeners who, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe call something before that, that happens or they do something or add something to the show or contribute. We, we should also just stream an episode life. on Twitch or something yeah. and just let them hit us up in the Twitch yeah. chat and be like, hey, if you, <laughs> you, if, if you our, even come here, you just hit our beautiful faces. And I apologize yes. in advance. We may literally just put you and I in a shroud and have uh, Becky out there. She is the eye candy. She's, she's easily the most I will cosplay. <laughs> I only have a pirate cosplay, but I will do it. (laughs) I will cosplay as a. So I have a question: like, at what? So what's the difference between costuming and cosplaying? Is cosplaying like taking on a persona, or is cosplaying referencing a specific character in cosplay? Is um, you're representing a specific player itself, Um, and then costuming is just doing like an era, like. Medieval okay. or like pirate. So, so cosplay has like thought, a character associated with yeah. it. Yeah, I've always thought of like costumes as like what you put on at Halloween. You know, like where it's just like it's a simple representation of a concept versus yeah. cosplaying is like I am Mega Man from Mega Man Three. <laughs> Magnet Man, and that's you know yeah. whatever it might be. You know, like. Yeah. And I think that when you get like the granular specifics, that's when it turns into like cosplay. Cosplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. When it's something very recognizable, when someone looks on the street and be like, oh my God, that's Mega Man. Yeah. Yeah. But if they look at, at you and say, oh, you're Mega Man with the, you know, the, the rush <laughs> armor and, but, you know, that kind of thing. I, don't know, I feel like Mega Man's still cosplaying. Yeah. Because it's a specific character. Yeah. But if it was just like, oh, you're a robot. How have we not gotten into, oh man, Mega Man as characters we could roll? <gasps> oh, yeah. The different Mega Man's. Mm-hmm. I'm I that. guess you could they do all have different abilities, but you could do. <sighs> yeah, you could play with some spells. Honestly, Mega Man, Mega Man brainstorming session is a better brainstorm, in my opinion, uh-huh. uh, is a better brainstorming session for coming up with new spells or new spell effects okay. than than uh, character archetype. Because Mega Man is just that one guy. 
and most of his enemies don't have a lot of backstory. <laughs> um, uh, they I'm still Birdman. have backstory, though. They have as backstory as any Star Wars <laughs> planet, okay? Uh, I would like to point, I would Damn, like to point out uh, the that all the Mega Man X uh, like bad guys, no, they absolutely have backstories. They really? Okay, well, maybe oh, no, I'm totally just can. ignorant. By the way, after you mentioned Mega Man X, I tried playing some more Mega Man X. That game is Hard. Dude, I told yes, you. Yes, it, it totally hard. is. Yeah. yeah, no, like trying to get to some of the like the heart oh tanks and whatever. Yeah. And the no, speed run shit. Exactly. You have to be on the yeah. exact pixel yeah. when you jump. Yeah. Or you won't make it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's bonkers. It's hard stuff, man. Yeah, I remember why I like it so much. Because <laughs> when you because when you get that freaking upgrade, it's like yes, <laughs> told the world. Yep. The last day, the last big game I played through was uh, um, Fallen Order, uh, which if you haven't played it yet, I highly recommend Fallen Order. It's Dark Souls Ooh. with Star Wars, basically. Oh my! I'm familiar, and I I keep looking at it and resisting buying it because shut yeah. that down, man. It's a good game. It's a really just, good game. I can't and just you know what? Like, even on the easiest setting, which is how my lame yeah. ass has to play a game <laughs> like that, is like it is still. Hard. I know. I played Jason, it for like two hours or so. I rented it or something. Yeah, yeah Jason played the medieval, like the uh, old medieval times, like uh, Dark Souls game. The game where oh, like Dark he was, Souls. he was no, no, no. He was trying to shoot a rabbit. Oh, you're talking about Deliverance. Yeah, and he literally shot the outline of the rabbit. Kingdom to shoot Come. At. Yes. Kingdom Come Deliverance is a game, and oh, it is a good yeah, game. Yeah. It's a first person. Uh, it's it's medieval, not fantasy, but medieval, mm. um, where you start out as literally an illiterate peasant. You don't know how to read. When you look at signs and things, it's not comprehensible. Holy It's cow. just symbols. Uh, <laughs> and I was learning to shoot a bow, huh. running through the woods, chasing rabbits, and I'm like a foot and a half from this rabbit, and I'm peppering arrows at it like a fucking chain gun and it outlines it like a fucking Looney Tunes like this thing's Bugs Bunny just going hmm, what's up um, and then it hops and it away. just hopped away I was just like I, I gathered up my like 14 fucking arrows and trudged back home in shame and I got home and the thing about Kingdom Come Deliverance when you're walking through the rain you get muddy you get filthy uh, and people start looking at you and treating you differently if you walk around dirty I'm just like god damn it that sounds fun. Actually, it's it's, it's a yeah. very uh, it's very what is it called? Im- immersive. Yeah, it's very immersive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, the well, curse cool. words he said playing that game was just hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, no, uh, I've wanted to get Fallen Order. I just haven't pulled the trigger on it because it's it's money, and I'm trying to not be so irresponsible with I money the you. holidays were long yeah, anyway I hear you. Um, but when you get to it solid solid game solid story and the ending is phenomenal um yeah all right well, highly uh, recommend yeah uh on that note i do want to uh, actually this is uh, on a completely unrelated note we we had been discussing some saturday morning cartoon stuff and i just wanted to point one thing out yeah warforged druid Circle of the Moon, Transformers Beast Wars. That's all I'm saying. Ooh. Okay. Oh, yeah, we were discussing earlier about Transformers. <laughs> Sorry. I this, this is where my brain's been all morning. I would just like to point out, at first he was like, yeah, the Transformers, they're golems. I was, uh, golems. Yeah, I was, I was just like, like, like no, they're freaking Warfar. What are you talking about? Okay. That's true. Uh, Pokemon, but 
you don't summon Pokemon, you summon D&D creatures, and your character is just like a... I believe it's called having a familiar, Ben. Yeah, I know. <laughs> your character is just a regular schmuck that can summon um, these, partic- these particular characters. So, fun sidebar. I gave Dave, one of our players, and the first time he we ever did an arena, our DM, his character in my current game got a small fur pouch that had animal-like tracings on the inside of the leather. It's very simple. If he puts a piece of an animal bone in it, he may then take that piece of animal bone out, throw it down, and summon that animal. Mm. And for one hour, it will serve him. That's pretty So sweet. he's got like a little Pokeball a little thing. Pokeball. That's, that's awesome. Oh, that's cool. So That's cool. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Like, I, I, I love the concept of like taking something that exists that is not D&D Figuring out a making it work creative ways. Yeah. You don't have to shoving yeah. it into a D and D sack and seeing what it looks like. Make it that hard to do that stuff. No, man. it's it really it's all does. about storytelling archetypes. Yeah. It's really all it's about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So read uh, what is it the uh, what was Young's book? The Masks of Archetypes or the Arch- Thirteen Archetypes of something? Carl Jung. No, oh, I don't oh remember. gosh, yeah, I can't remember. You were the psych major back. Help me out. Uh, just because I was a psych major does not mean I know every single thing about psychology. I didn't presume. It's just he was the one. He's one of the founding fathers of psychoanalysis. Anyway. Fair enough. Babble, 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 <laughs> babble, babble. Uh, totally non sequitur. But uh, archetypes. Yeah. So we've got some, some changes coming this year. Sigmund Freud? Um, no. Carl the, Jung. Carl Jung, who Freud... Er, who Freud stole a I bunch of his the, ideas from. Karl the Marx. mask concept. I just don't remember the name of his book. Eric Erickson. Yeah. No. Frederick Nyschwitz. Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Yeah, Frederick Nietzsche. Yep. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of cool things coming this year. Uh, it's The format's going to change. Just It's got to evolve a little bit, guys. But uh, that's not a bad Stay thing. Stay with us. We're going to be all over, and we want yeah. to take you with us, and yeah. we want you to tell us if you like what I'm doing. And to we you. also want you, like you, it? Do you on like this? this show in some capacity. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, kind of like commenting on it, that kind of thing. Like, let's all... You got the three of us. We've been doing this for a while, but let's mm-hmm. let's bring in other folks too. And we yeah. we've brought in a few. Yeah, we we, we just want to bring in more. Yeah. We want you to be one of our guest players or guest DMs. We want people to be excited. Guys was like going there and going, oh hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> seeing some of the people <laughs> that had been here, yeah, that have been here and and been on the show and everything. And yeah, it's a uh, mm-hmm. good times. Nice. Yeah, because yes. you can see how big our friend circle is. Yeah. <laughs> how nerdy it we is. We have a lot of nerds. Well. We yeah. love you all. Also, nerds we'll definitely have more time to do more podcasts because we don't have a wedding. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're no longer planning or executing a wedding or recovering from a holiday season yeah. or the plague. Yeah. So hopefully yeah, knock on wood. New Year, Nat 20s, all yeah. the way down. All the way down. Mm-hmm. Yep. 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020. Here's to us and you guys and having a show that everyone is super excited about. Yes. And vaping. I do that. I apologize. I am <laughs> tooting on my douche flute over here. Toot toot. <laughs> Adding ambiance. Yes. Uh, any of the Instagram posts with cool fog effects? That's just because I'm a douche. Oh, and with uh, my terrain stuff mm. I'm co- uh, that I've got coming, we'll have a lot more of those, especially okay. with my fancy camera and stuff. So mm, oh, my exciting. goodness. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have some cool shit, guys. Oh, my God. So, All yeah. right, guys. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you so much for tuning in to uh, a fairly rambly episode. Hopefully yeah. not an uninteresting episode, but uh, give you yeah. an idea but, what's coming. Yeah. 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 But uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, think big. 
Keep rolling. I'm going to come up with a new sign-off. No, you're not. Come no, you're on. Not. Do it's, it. It's beautiful. Do it. Do it. D20, blaze it. Jason. All right, all right, all right. Sorry. D20, blaze it! Yes. Excellent. Boxland Media. Think big.